You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach all over the social meets. I've got really funny Instagram stories, usually my neighbors, my Ubers, and me dancing in the shower. Um, I've also got great content over at no filter with zach on instagram which is our show account we've got memes we've got clips we've got cameos we've got all the good stuff and it is is juicy is funny and you're gonna love it so go and give us a follow at no filter with zach as well all right are you guys ready r-e-a-d-y ready because i did a full deep dive like full all the way downtown under and around i listened to all the podcasts i read all the text messages i read all of the um news articles, everything. I put together a timeline from 2017 all the way until 2020, until current time of this whole Brandy Glanville, Denise Richards alleged affair. And we're going to break it all down. This is probably going to be a bit longer than my episodes normally are, but it's a deep dive and there will likely be a part two to this deep dive. Maybe like after the finale or after the reunion, we'll do another um, another part to this deep dive. But we're going to start with this one today. And so first we're going to get into the timeline from 2017 to current. What has happened? What has transpired from when Denise and Aaron began dating all the way up to what we've most recently seen on how Housewives. We'll get through the full timeline breakdown, all the biggest dates, and then we're going to get into some of these things a little bit deeper. Um, like I know, for example, like we're going to dissect what actually happened up in um, Mendocino with Brandy and Denise when they were taping her podcast and when the alleged affair or the alleged like sexual affair actually took place. We're going to break down um, Denise and Aaron's potential open relationship. We're going to break down the scene at Kyle's house because a lot of people felt like that was manufactured or fake or um, they thought Kyle set it up. So we're going to nitpick all these little things and all the theories that you guys have. You've sent, I, I, I put a call out for theories and there were so many theories that came in. I didn't get to get to all of them, but I picked some really good strong ones before I put together my final case and my final verdict and why I think this either did happen or didn't happen and the the key components that I think are real. Um, But I feel like I've I've teased this enough. So we're going to first, like I said, we're first going to dissect and go through the entire timeline before we get into the specifics of each of these incidents and then before we start to pick it all apart. All right, so let's start all the way back pre-Housewives with Denise back in 2017. So 2017 is happening. We don't have specific dates for 2017, but we know that it was in 2017 that Denise and Aaron started dating, okay? Then there's also a chance, this is unconfirmed, but a potential theory that this is also around the time that Denise was probably talking to production on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills about potentially joining the show. She didn't join the show until later into... um, um, 2018. However, and that's when filming also began was later into 2018. However, there's a good chance because they interview you and talk to you for several months. There's a good chance that she was in talks with production um, since 2017. Okay, now we get to 2018. Let's fast forward to August. So on August 2nd is when Jerry O'Connell is the one that kind of spilled the beans that like, oopsie whoopsie, Denise Richards is joining Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. He's like, congrats, girl. And everybody's like, what? Denise is joining. And he's like, oops. And she's like, damn. And Bravo's like, all right, I guess we got to announce this. So finally, by the end of August, by August 20th is when Bravo officially announces that Denise is going to be joining the show. 
This is also the same time that rumors begin to circulate that Denise joined the show for a reported $4 million and that she signed a guaranteed four-season contract. Okay, so that guarantees that she would be on the Puppygate season, this current season, and two more seasons to come. She apparently got paid $1 mil for her first season and was allegedly getting paid um, another $1 mil for every additional season coming up. This was unconfirmed, but there were multiple anonymous sources that were circulating this rumor online. Now, around the same time, not sure exactly when, this could have been earlier in 2018, but this happened likely somewhere in 2018, unlikely that it happened in 2017, but there was a meeting between Brandy and Denise where they met via their virtual, or sorry, via their mutual agent, Alex Shankman, who is an agent at Abrams Artist Agency, which is also my agency, and they are now known as A3. So Alec, who represents Brandy, who used to be on Housewives, and then was obviously, uh, assumingly, uh, presumingly, um, one of the people that helped negotiate uh, Denise's deal on Housewives, he was probably like, ooh, I'm pretty sure, you know, now that Denise is going to be on the show, and now that I have Brandy, who was on the show, this may be a good chance to connect the two to help Brandy get back on the show, and Brandy can probably also give Denise some tips and pointers on what to do when she's actually on the show. Now, I've already asked A3... My, my peeps at A3 for, you know, a little bit of tea. I got nothing. I asked for Brandy on my show. Fingers crossed. Maybe Brandy will do an interview on my show. I asked. Who, who knows? We'll see. As an agent, I think uh, Alec probably thought that this was a smart move to introduce them together. That way he, they could probably build some sort of relationship that would either get Brandy on the show. It, it was probably an attempt to get Brandy on the show because if you listen to a lot of the things that Denise has said afterwards about Brandy, it sounds like she was speaking very highly of her. And she's even said in her interview with Brandy on Brandy Glanville Unfiltered that she would love to get Brandy back on the show. So I think this was probably a plot to help Brandy come back onto Housewives. Now... Late August, early September is when Denise begins filming in 2018. Denise begins filming um, for Housewives. She gets married to Aaron on September 8th. So this is um, actually, sorry, to backtrack really quickly, when Brandy and Denise met for the first time, when Alex introduced them, that was apparently the first night that they had actually hooked up. And now this wasn't a full sex hookup. This was a makeout in the bathroom. So this is allegedly the first night that something actually happened. They apparently met, they hit it off, they got drunk, and then boom, they ended up making out in the bathroom, according to Brandy. And they had a really fun night. Then later on in August is when Denise begins filming or August, September is when Denise begins filming Housewives and marries Aaron on on September 8th, 2018. Then we get into a little later into the fall. That's when Brandy and Denise film for Housewives. That's when you see them having dinner and Brandy's like, hi, kitty cat. And then she comes and she's like, give me some wine and you better fill it up with two glasses and a single glass or I will fucking murder you. And she tells that to to the waiter and he's like, all right, she's scary. And he went and he brought her her ginormous glass of wine. So it was then where she kind of has her hair up in that little poof and she's wearing that cute little black number. So that's when they, that wasn't the first time that they had actually met because they had met via Alec, but this was the night that they were actually filming together for Housewives. And this is also the same night, if you notice, Brandy a few weeks ago tweeted a photo of them kissing, confirming that they have some sort of flirty relationship. That photo of them kissing is when... um is the photo that Brandy leaked online recently. So she kept that photo on her phone of them kissing, leaked it on, on, on the Twitter. 
Okay, so that's where we close out there. What's what we know happened in 2018. Now we get into 2019. So in late April, early May, probably late April, the, the podcast episode came out on like May 3rd. So this likely happened like at the last week of April, um, potentially even the first, I don't think it was the first week of May. This had to have been like the last week of April and they just sat on the interview for a little bit. So this is when Brandy flies up to Montecito, um, sorry, up to Mendocino, to tape her podcast with Denise and Patrick Maldoon because they were on set. She was going to interview the cast. So she did an interview with Denise where they, I don't even think they really talked about her movie because I listened to the interview. Um, and then she interviewed and then she, yeah, she interviewed Patrick Maldoon. Now, the second night of this trip is allegedly when the two of them had sex. So it was on this trip when she flew up to d- visit Denise on set and she was going to interview Denise and Patrick. This is when the boom boom in the bedroom allegedly happened and Brandy stayed in Denise's room the entire two night stay that they were there or that Brandy was at least there. Okay. Later that summer, production begins, conversations about threesome, threesomes come up, and Denise is all hot and bothered by it, and she's like, I'm a good mom, you guys aren't good moms, and then everybody's like, what do you mean we're not good moms, and everyone's like, you're a hypocrite, yada, yada, yada. We already know that, we've been watching this current season of Housewives, this is all what was going on in the meantime. Then, November 4th-ish, likely end of October-ish, somewhere before November 4th is when Brandy tapes Teddy Mellencamp's podcast and they talk about cheating, they talk about polygamy. I listen to it so that you don't have to. Nothing very exciting happens in this interview. All they do is vaguely talk about cheating and polygamy and Eddie Cibrian and Leanne Rimes, but they don't. nothing really comes up about um, anything specific to Denise and Aaron. Okay, that happens, that airs on November 4th. Then we fast forward to November 9th. November 9th of last year of 2019 is Kyle's charity event slash former white party with Brandy, Eileen, Adrian, Kim, and Camille. They're all, they all come out and everyone's like, yeah, it's all the housewives except for Taylor and Lisa Vanderpump because nobody likes Taylor and Lisa Vanderpump. Or doesn't Taylor live in like the mountains somewhere? I don't know where Taylor Armstrong went. But anyway, we have Camille, we have Kim, we have Adrian, we have Eileen, we have Brandy. Brandy comes in and she's like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. I'm gonna get drunk. And everyone's like, why are you so nervous, girl? And she's like, I don't know, I'm nervous. And everyone watching is like you're always drunk girl and so she gets drunk and apparently this is the first time Denise has seen Brandy since the alleged affair slash hookup um we see Denise smack Brandy on the butt we see uh Brandy tell Aaron that she wants a thruple with the two of them and she tells um Aaron that like this is his chance to like own Denise's vagina and say that he loves her vagina and blah 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 we know he loves Denise's vagina we know Denise loves Aaron's big fat dick got it Okay, that was November 9th. So now we fast forward through November 9th to November 15th through the 17th, which was BravoCon. So this is where the ladies go out to New York. They all do BravoCon together. Kim Richards is also with them at BravoCon. I don't think she did the Housewives. She didn't do the Beverly Hills panel, but she did, I want to say, the OG's OG Housewives panel with like Caroline Manzo. Um, okay, this is also where the ladies were doing a panel. And as we saw in this most recent episode of Real Housewives, we see Denise say that she's very friendly with Brandy on stage during the panel. Okay, again, I think this is all part of the plan that Alec, their agent, had cooked up to help get Brandy back on the show. If the two girls can become friends, then we can see that, you know, this is a great opportunity for Brandy to rejoin the cast. Okay, so Denise speaks highly of Brandy on stage at BravoCon, November 15th through the 17th is when BravoCon took place in New York. Okay, then we get to November 16th, which is Brandy Glanville's birthday. She celebrated it um, not in New York, not at BravoCon because she didn't go to BravoCon. So while the ladies were there, Brandy was back in L.A. 
Okay, November 18th through the 20th. We all come back from BravoCon. We're back in Beverly Hills. And this is where the scene with um, Brandy and Kim, when they go over to Kyle's house and they spill the beans and talk about the affair. Uh, this is when that scene was apparently taped. It was either the 18th, the 19th, or the 20th. I think it was likely filmed on the 19th. Um, that's why, or it could, I mean, it could have been the, the 18th. It depends on when each of the ladies flew back from New York. Um but all I know is this was filmed in this tight window right after BravoCon, but right before we went to Rome. So again, I think this was likely filmed on the 19th. I know a lot of people have a lot of theories about that episode and when it was actually filmed, we will get to all of those different theories and speculation and we will do all the myth busting to all of that in just a minute. Let's just get through the rest of the timeline. Okay. So now we have November 21st through the 25th. The ladies take their trip to Rome. They're over there. They're like, woo, look at the Coliseum. Woo, let me get a uh, let me get a margarita, but I'm not going to order it in Rome. And then Dorit's like, ah, Kyle. And then she's like, I'm going to have a vodka soda, but I'm going to have it in Italiano. Um, and yeah, we have them doing all of that. And then Garcelle, and she's like, oh. And then they throw the pennies in the fountain. Like, there's Lizzie McGuire, and everybody's like, whoa. And then we're having a good time. Then, obviously, the um, affair rumors come out. Teddy brings it out at the table during dinner. And Denise is like, what? That is not true. With her, like, frumpy face. And then everybody's like, I don't know. I think it's true. And Garcelle's like, what's so bad? Wow, that's bad. And then Dorit's like, oh, my God, that is so bad. And then Teddy's like, I can't hold it in any longer. And I'm not living in my dad's shadow and Denise is like I never fucking said that and then um Erica Jane's like so you didn't say that I'm a cold-hearted bitch in her like funeral outfit um and then they have the whole discussion and then Denise is like I'm done I, I can't I need it I can't do this anymore and the girls are like we're gonna have drinks after this dinner because that was so much fun and Denise is like that was not fun I need to go upstairs and if Bravo ever wants me to be on this show then they need to not air that Bravo 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 and then everybody's like yikes okay that happened while we're in Rome. We'll see more of what happens in Rome next week. Like I said, we'll do a further deep dive once we get you know more to the story of what is shown on Housewives. From what I hear, there is a lot more good stuff to come and not just like what Brandy's been teasing, but I've gotten a little insider tea on like what is going to be coming out on the next couple of episodes um, before the, the season wraps. I hear that this is a shorter season. Um, but I hear that there is really going to be some incriminating info that is really going to put the nail on the coffin for Denise and really prove that Brandy is telling the truth. But that's neither here nor there. Let's get back to the timeline. Okay, so we we go to Rome. Then we have all of the, the fallback from Rome. Then two weeks later is when um, the season is supposed to wrap on December 14th, which is at Dorit's Champagne launch, which is supposed to be the finale party where Denise was a no-show. And according to Us Weekly, this was also the same party that Brandy was supposed to confront Denise at that at that was supposed to be like the big finale scene where Brandy was going to be like I'm not a liar I'll knock your teeth out and Denise is like that's not fucking true but that never ended up happening because Denise never ended up showing up and then we saw Rena and Rena was like Denise where are you and she was commenting that on Instagram and then everyone was like we hate Rena oh Rena you're such an instigator and she's like why I'm her friend and she's like we're calling you and then Dorit's like I don't know where Denise is Nobody knew where Denise is, okay? The rumors then come out. There's speculation. Everybody's like, oh my God, this can't be true. Is this true? If this is true, this is going to be the greatest episode of Housewives ever. Um, and then filming gets extended, okay? Because obviously there's this uh, this whole, you know, fallout backlash. It makes, you know, headlines and everything. And it's like this big thing. I, okay, I'll get to my finale theory when I get to the full theory theory. Okay, so filming gets extended. We get into 2020, um, January 16th, January 16th comes in 
And that is where we see Denise and she's spotted out hanging out with Joanna Krupa, who uh, notably sued Brandy Glanville for saying that her vagina smelled like fish, um, even though Brandy didn't say that her Brandy didn't necessarily say that she said that Mohammed said that but then uh, Joanna was like no I'm gonna sue you because my my coochie doesn't smell like fish my coochie smells like roses I actually don't know if that's true Joanna don't sue me I don't know if your coochie smells like roses if it doesn't smell like fish there's a good chance it might not smell like roses but I don't know don't sue me girl I'm not saying that this is real I'm not saying that it's a fact I'm just saying this is all alleged that's the keyword alleged 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 bravo 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 okay that's January, and everyone's like, ooh, Joanna Krupa. How does Joanna Krupa fit into all of this? She must be helping Denise get ready to take Brandy down. Okay? Then in April, Brandy does an interview where she mentions that she can't really talk about it because she received a cease and desist from Denise. But that's likely, um, that likely came later, or, or sorry, that likely came earlier because we see the scene in the trailer where Rinna is talking to Denise, and Denise is, and uh, Rinna's like, you sent a cease and desist? And then Denise is like, who told you that? And then Rinna's like oh you're so angry own it and so we see that scene in the trailer so that was likely filmed probably in january when filming was extended um because brandy confirmed in early january that filming had been extended and that they were still kind of filming so um the cease and desist was probably sent to Brandy at the same time that Denise sent it to NBC Universal, which is the parent company of Bravo. So that likely all happened in January, but Brandy didn't bring it up until April. Okay. Now, then the show begins airing in mid April. Denise continues to deny everything and Bravo, Bravo, Bravo. They're all fucking liars. Brandy Glanville's your source. How dare you believe her? And then Brandy insists that she's not lying. The texts start to leak out. Brandy starts to tweet stuff, pictures, and more texts. Okay. There's the full timeline of everything that has happened up until now. Now, let's start to deep dive into a lot of these things. Okay, let's start with the first meeting via Alec um, at right around the time Denise had joined Housewives. So this is allegedly when they got drunk and then, like I said, they made out in the bathroom. Um, apparently, Brandy claims that Aaron was not present for their first meeting. It was just Brandy and Denise, and I'm not sure who else was there. We probably don't know them anyway, so that doesn't really matter. But anyway, all that matters is that Aaron was not present for their first meeting when they made out in the bathroom. He doesn't come into the picture until a little bit later. Okay. Then we go into the housewives taping in fall of 2018. Brandy claims that they had a fun night when the cameras went off. This was again that scene where she's like, "Hey, kitty cat," and and then um, she's like, "Cheers, bitch." Uh, that was that scene. So that was the night that they apparently had a little more fun. She didn't really disclose what exactly happened, but Brandy says that you know every she was like, "Woo!" And then later on, Denise's husband ended up showing up, and then there was a third guy that came up, but he's married, so we don't mention his name. Um, but Brandy thought that. He was not cute. Brandy was not into him. She didn't think he was cute at all. And she said that on her podcast. Um, and we now know that there was there was something that happened because we have the photo of Brandy kissing Denise that night to vouch that there was some sort of flirty relationship. If Aaron was really there, like Brandy says he is, then he obviously must know that they're like kind of kissy and like I don't know. There's just something off about that whole night that makes me believe that Brandy may be telling the truth and that Denise may actually uh, be trying to act a little more conservative than she actually is. I think the fact that Brandy tweeted out the photo is kind of proof that their relationship was definitely more than just like friends. They're definitely a lot, a little flirty. Okay. Now let's move over to April ish, May when 
Brandy goes to visit Denise on set and tape the podcast. So as Brandy said on Real Housewives and via the text messages that Denise sent to Brandy that Brandy um, ended up tweeting out the other day, Denise off, uh, offered to let Brandy stay in her room to save money and offered to get her a rollaway bed. So that way, you know, Brandy was like, no, I'll sleep on the couch. And then Denise is like, no, I'll get you a rollaway bed. And so um, Brandy said that when she got there, there was no rollaway bed. And it was probably because Denise wanted her to, to you know, not sleep on the rollaway bed, but to sleep between her thighs. Okay. So, and we have the text messages that actually, that Brandy leaked that say that, like, Denise is like, yeah, come over. It's totally fine. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Um, and Denise offered to let Brandy stay there because she wanted Brandy to save money because her producer offered to fly Brandy out there and to pay for her rental car, but there was no offer of um, paying for the hotel. So Denise is like, no, you can save money. Stay with me and we'll, you know, I'll eat you out. JK, JK, allegedly. Um, the podcast was seemingly taped the day that they hooked up, Okay. So based off of what I've been able to put together, because this timeline isn't 100% clear, but allegedly they had sex that night. So the second night that Brandy was in town, so it looks like Brandy came into town, they had a good night, went to bed, woke up the next, slept in the same bed, woke up the next morning, um, taped the podcast, and then it was later that night while Brandy was in town that they actually did the whole boom boom in the bedroom. Now, I listened to the podcast, Brandy Glenville Unfiltered, um, which came out, I want to say May 3rd, May 4th-ish, or one of those days. Um, and the women, so they were basically eating each other out with praises and talking about going horseback riding later, which helps confirm that the taping was probably before the hookup, before they actually had sex, because it, they just, they seemed very friendly. Brandy didn't seem to feel awkward around her. They kept praising each other up the hoo-ha, and it was like they were literally practically eating each other out the way they were about to later that night, allegedly. Now, Brandy is saying that there's something that was caught on the mics while the mics were hot and it was unbeknownst to her and Denise. Um, and it was it later ended up getting edited out because apparently they didn't want that out there. But apparently that whatever was cut out of the taping of their interview will be coming out or is supposed to be coming out on Real Houses of Beverly Hills later on in the season. Okay, so that podcast again aired on May 3rd. I'm not sure what was actually caught on on Mike. It's kind of weird that something would have even been caught on Mike if they're like if that if whatever was caught is supposed to be proof of them actually having sex, then wouldn't that mean that the sexual affair happened before they actually taped the podcast? So this is where the exact timing of the taping of the podcast and the exact timing of the hookup is a little dicey, but maybe there isn't something that confirms that they had sex because at this point they probably didn't have sex, but there's something that confirms that Denise maybe has an open marriage or that Aaron probably knows something about something. I don't know. This is where it gets a little tricky and a little dicey, but I still think that they taped the podcast and then it was later that night when they got drunk and ended up having sex. We don't know what having sex fully means because Brandy just says it means everything. Um, everything as in more than kissing is what she said. It wasn't just a make out. They made out the first night. This is the second night they were really intimate together or well, technically the third night if they made out the scene, the, the night they filmed the scene for last season of Beverly Hills. Um, but anyway, this was apparently the night that they actually had the sex, sex, sex. Um, and it happened when they were apparently drunk. So unless the podcast was taped the morning after, which I don't believe that would be weird. Their banter on the podcast is just really, really friendly and like really, really nice. And there was no awkward tension at all. And they were even a little flirty. 
Um, and then Brandy says that Aaron absolutely knew that she was staying with Denise. She says he knew I was there. He knew I was in her bed. He knew Denise likes girls and that apparently they even talked about Brandy finding other women for Denise to hook up with. Um, I don't, I don't know if that means that they were hooking up with girls together or Denise was allowed to hook up with them alone. Again, the terms of what their quote unquote open relationship are, are still TBD and up in the air. Okay. Now, the morning after the hookup, Brandy says that um, that's when Denise tells Brandy that Aaron can never know about this because if he finds out, he will murder her. He will kill her, you know. But my thing is, it's like, why would he kill her if he knew that they had some sort of arrangement? That's where it's also a little off. And Brandy's like, she thinks that this was Denise's way of getting Brandy to keep quiet and prevent her from telling the other women, should it ever, you know, should Brandy ever come in contact with them again? Because at that point, Brandy didn't have a contract to join Housewives again. But I mean, like I said earlier, there's a good chance that their agent was trying to get Brandy back on the show. So Denise probably had some sort of inclination that Brandy might at some point be back on the show. And this could be her way of just keeping things private and not letting it get out there. Even though she's been very open in the past, that's why her her behavior this season, I understand when the women are like, it's a little contradictory. So my thing is, it's like, so if Denise and Aaron did have some sort of arrangement, like what was it? Is it like a don't ask, don't tell situation? Is it like, you know, we're open with conditions, we're open open only if I'm allowed to know about it. Um, Because Brandy says that they talked about how they find girls. Um, So it's kind of like, well, then why would Denise be freaked out about this? And then I also thought, well, like, what if what if Denise and Aaron were joking about having an open relationship and Brandy took it a little too literally, even though they weren't actually serious about it? But Brandy kind of confirming that they talk about how they would find other girls and the fact that they asked Brandy to find girls for them. Um, that's where I think that there is some sort of arrangement and they probably just don't want to, whatever their arrangement is to be made public. And I mean, I get that they're, you know, in a relationship. Like if she can eat all the hoo-hahs she wants, like, you know, that's their business. Who am I to judge? Like let her, let her get all the sushi she wants to have. Just not join a group of sushi, allegedly. Um, if Brandy can... Like, my thing is, if Denise can talk about happy endings and Aaron's big penis, you would think that she would be comfortable talking about this and being so open about it. You would think. But obviously, I think there's the, the other theory that Denise was just not she didn't love how she was portrayed last season. So she wants to kind of be a little more conservative and be a little more mindful and kind of have control over what's being edited or what's being aired this season. Um But apparently they had a conversation about their arrangement at Cafe Habana Malibu. I believe that's the the spot they went to. Brandy couldn't remember the name. And that's the only name of a spot in Malibu that has Cuban food and that has the word Habana in it. And that is in Malibu, which is where Brandy claimed was the spot that they talked about prior to Denise and Brandy having sex. It's where they talked about Denise and Aaron having some sort of arrangement. So they were conversations with the three of them where it was discussed that their relationship is open. Brandy suspects that her way of not um, telling the public that this was Denise's way of not getting it public, getting it out there publicly was to use Aaron as the scapegoat and turn this into like a, a cheating secret affair, which she knows that Brandy would be like definitely against and Brandy has spoken out against cheating in the past. So I think she used this as a manipulating tool to be like, no, you know, I'm going to make sure you keep this secret because I don't want this getting out there. 
Again, I think she's been really open about her relationship, so I'm not entirely sure why she wants to keep this private, but I think we'll we'll get into that a little later. So we just got through the uh, the night with them together, them having sex. Brandy was obviously, you know, said that she was a little uncomfortable. She was a little, you know, upset. Now let's insert Patrick Maldoon. So prior to having sex, Patrick allegedly asked Brandy if she had hooked up with Denise the first night. And that's when Brandy said no, because at that point that they hadn't actually had sex yet. But apparently he was like, oh, well, I know Denise because I dated her in the past. And, you know, you don't have to lie to me if you really did hook up with her. And Brandy's like, no, we didn't hook up. We literally just had a good time and slept in the same bed together. And it was apparently later that night when they actually did the full sex. And Denise kept asking Brandy for some strange reason to say that she was staying at the hotel so that people wouldn't know that Brandy was actually staying with Denise. But Brandy, Brandy said that her producer covered the flight and the rental car, but not the hotel. And she doesn't have a hotel receipt because she never stayed at the hotel and she never planned to stay at the hotel because Denise offered to let her stay in her room. And we have the text message to prove that. Brandy suspects that it's possibly because uh, Denise didn't want her daughter's friend because Denise's daughter Lola and Lola's friend were also in attendance with them on this trip. So she, Brandy suspects that Denise wanted her to say that she was staying at the hotel and not with Denise, that the friend didn't find out and say something or I don't know, something to do with the friend. Okay. Now Brandy claims that every that nobody knew what had happened except for maybe a couple of her friend her clo- really close friends that she told but she definitely she said she definitely did not tell the other housewives until later on this fall when we see it on the show. Except for Kim Richards who she told before the other housewives but she says that that didn't even happen until after Kyle's party. So apparently all these months go by, Denise kind of goes a little MIA, she doesn't really have any communication with Brandy until Kyle's party's coming up and then Denise is like, "Hey, yo, Brandy, girl, um, I know, you know, we did the whole, we went downtown, Judy, downtown Judy Brown, but I need to know, are you coming to the party? And if you are like, how you doing? And then Brandy's like, yes, I'm going to the party. I'm going to see these other girls. I guess I'm a little nervous about it. And then this is when Brandy says that she started to be all BFFs with her again. Because apparently she wanted to make sure that, you know, she kind of kept Brandy, kept a muzzle on Brandy so that Brandy didn't expose that she had said all these things about the women or expose them having sex, which again, if you're fooling around with Brandy Glanville, you need to be careful because Brandy's a little unfiltered and she's a loose cannon where she'll just say, you know, whatever comes out, especially when she's drinking a lot. So at Kyle's party, Brandy gets super drunk. She says that um, it was because she was nervous about seeing Denise and seeing the other women and being around the cameras again, which we obviously see her being super nervous. Um, apparently, uh, Denise, it was around this time that Denise was trying to just make sure that things between them were kosher. And um, this was around the same time that Brandy had confirmed to Denise that she had signed on a contract to come back on Housewives at, on a part-time basis and to film a little bit, which we also know, you know, ratings were very, or not ratings, but drama was a little lackluster at the beginning of the season. So obviously producers wanted to spice things up and bring, you know, Brandy and Camille into the mix and Kim into the mix, which ended up happening. Um Except I don't think Denise really brought that much. Sorry, I need to take a a drink of water. So um, Denise wanted to just confirm that everything was kosher between the two of them. 
Brandy says that she was bothered by what happened between the two of them, which I think is also kind of odd based off of Brandy's behavior at the party where she was like asking about the throuple and spanking Denise. Like she seemed a little too comfortable in front of them. But then at the same time, it's like, okay, well, maybe she was just comfortable because she was nervous and she didn't want any of this to come out on on Brandy didn't want any of this to come out on the show because, again, it was like a cheating scandal and she didn't want to, you know, be involved in her own cheating scandal because of whatever the perception would have been or the women would have judged her, whatever the case may be. I think it's, you know, it's understandable to think that if this really did happen, Brandy would be nervous and she would kind of try to just smooth things over, especially if Denise is being super friendly with Brandy on camera. Then Brandy's probably like, I just need to play along with whatever this is so that, you know, I don't upset her or whatever. Okay. Now, BravoCon happens, party ends, we raise the money. Chris Jenner's like, boom, here's $25,000. Brandy falls all over the stage. BravoCon comes, BravoCon goes. Again, this is where Denise praises Brandy on stage. Then they showed it in this most recent episode. Denise praised Brandy um, and said that she's very friendly with Brandy. This is before Rome. So now we get to the scene at, at Kyle's house. Now, this was likely filmed the 18th or the 19th. I don't think it was filmed the 20th. It had to have been the 18th or the, or the 19th um, of November. Now, a lot of people said that there were a lot of flaws with this scene when Brandy and Kim arrive. They felt that it was very contrived and that there were a lot of like l- things that didn't make sense. Okay, now I'm going to break down all the flaws that people caught because there were a lot of things that made people feel like this scene was fake or the, f- the scene was set up and we're going to break down all of them. So first one is that people said that Brandy was mic'd up in the car and Brandy and Kim had their hair and makeup done. So it felt like this was already pre-planned and that Brandy and Kim already knew that they were going going to be on the show and people are speculating that this is a setup by Kyle. That's the first, that's the first, um, the first red flag for people. Second one was they felt that this all happened a little too coincidentally. Um, and it happened, you know, Kim and Brandy just happened to show up while Kyle and Teddy were already filming Housewives. And again, they thought that Kyle had set this all up. People thought people said that Brandy's birthday is actually the 16th, which is when the women were in New York. So there's no way this could have been filmed for Brandy's birthday. And then the other two points that people made were that Brandy's outfit, which she's seen where um, the, the outfit that Brandy was wearing, which was like the black blazer and she had her hair in that ponytail. She was also seen wearing that exact same blazer seemingly and that exact same ponytail in a photo that she posted on November 28th, which is a week after this apparently was supposed to be taped. And November 28th is Thanksgiving, which if you remember was after Rome. Okay, and they're saying that she had the same hair, she had the same blazer, so it looks like that was the day that she actually filmed that scene on November 28th and not on November 18th, which is when we're supposed to believe that that scene took place. People think that it took place on the 28th because of the photo that was posted that day. Her book agent slash friend, Michael Broussard, also posted the exact same photo on that day, November 28th, again with the same ponytail and seemingly the same blazer. And then the last piece that people thought that made this scene seem really staged or fake is that Kyle's house was decorated for Christmas and there was a lot of decor. Like it was very decorated for Christmas, which happened shortly after the party. um, And there and at the party, there was no Christmas decorations. And now all of a sudden, here we are on the 18th and Kyle just has her whole house fully decorated. Okay, now I'm going to break down each of these different things and we're going to go work through each of these different quote unquote flaws with this scene. We'll start with the birthday. So Kim said that 
um, this was a celebra- this was a belated birthday celebration because she missed Brandy's birthday, which obviously because she was in New York, she missed Brandy's birthday. So if this was taped on the 18th, that would actually make sense that this happened. This was a belated birthday dinner and the two of them were going out to eat for Brandy's birthday, which would also kind of make sense why they had hair and makeup done because they were going out together. Um, and the fact that she said it was a belated birthday dinner and you can even see Kyle in that scene wish Brandy a belated birthday. This was obviously filmed after the 16th. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a belated birthday. Now, the fact that Brandy had her mic on when she was in the car, we see the Christmas decorations in Kyle's living room when you see them walking in that initial like uh, foyer scene, um, that B-roll kind of scene. And then you have the hair and makeup being done. Now, there's a term in reality TV called pickups. Now, listen and hear me out before we before you come for me about the pickups, because I actually think that there were some pickups that were done, whether they were done later that night or whether they were done on a later date. I think that the inconsistencies with some of the certain shots like Brandy in the car and the Christmas decorations, I think those were likely due to pickups that were done again, either that same night or reshot another night. So now a pickup is not to say that things are necessarily fake, but you do have pickups where you reshoot things that weren't originally caught on camera. And when you have to reshoot them, they make you wear the same outfits. They make it, they make it feel like it's the same day and they are usually doing it to film something that was either missed that um, was like messed messed up with the audio, messed up with the, you know, the video, like maybe the camera wasn't on a certain person at that time, whatever the case may be, they do certain things to reshoot stuff that either wasn't caught or was, was missed or whatever the case may be. So I think Brandy could have been in the car, but the car scene was either filmed at a later date or filmed later on that night. And they're like, okay, we're going to film you sitting in the car, pretend to be on your phone. And obviously they're not going to film Brandy getting mic'd up. I think that was also, um, her walking into the house already mic'd. Obviously, I think either before she came into the house or whatever the case may be, they mic'd her up at some point. Um, and they, you know, filmed her. I think the the scene in the car was likely a pickup. Um, even like the entry scenes when they show people walking in somewhere, or they show housewives arrivals and stuff. Those are usually reshot scenes. They usually don't film you walking in when it actually happens just because they can't always necessarily catch when you're walking in. And even when you are walking in, you usually walk in, you meet with the producers, you get yourself mic'd up. Like there are just a lot of other technical things that happen that those um, those like walking in, seeing you for the first time sort of scenes are usually reshot that same night. I know I've done a ton of them myself. I have filmed for Real Housewives of New Jersey. I filmed for Donnie Loves Jenny. Like I know how all of these things sort of work. And so it's very standard to do pickups and to film things um, that aren't necessarily like you're not changing the storyline, but you're just picking up these little B-roll things or little um, transition scenes that weren't originally caught on camera that you need to film in certain gaps or to transition from one thing to the next. So I actually think that um, it was. Po- it's also very possible that um, Brandy and Kim knew that they were going to film that night and um, that's why they were fully glammed and they knew that they were going to film, but they probably didn't know what was actually going to be filmed. Like it was probably like, oh, we're going to film Kim dropping off some outfits for Kyle. We'll mic her up to get a quick scene. Maybe we'll have like a quick like re- recap with Brandy and Kim talking to Kyle and Teddy Kyle and Teddy about what happened at the party like I think that it's possible that there was filming that was supposed to happen that night it's I think it's very likely that they were supposed to film that night regardless that doesn't necessarily mean that it was set up in any way but I mean I guess 
it, it's possible that, but Kyle claims to have not known by Kyle and Teddy's reactions that night, by seeing some of Brandy's reactions to the things that Kim was saying that night it, and seeing the trepidation in Brandy's voice and kind of seeing how she was very nervous and sober and nervous. Like I think Brandy, you know, was, I don't think she was expecting for it to come out, but it kind of, it was probably like a, a multi-hour long scene, like maybe like two hours that we saw chopped up into like five minutes. Um, and, you know, she was probably sitting there for a long time and Kim kept pressing it to the point where it was probably like, fine, fuck it, let's just bring it up and, and do this. Now, the last part, the last flaw in this scene is Brandy's outfit. So the picture that was posted um, with the caption, on Thanksgiving shows that it happened on the 28th, which was on Thanksgiving, which was technically after Roman. So people are like, oh, it was filmed on the 28th. This proves that they filmed this scene after they got back from Rome, blah, 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 blah. And that's why it's fake. Now, I think there are a few different possibilities for that. I think one, the photo was either taken on a different day and just posted on Thanksgiving. Um, I think two, they taped a reshoot that day or they taped the actual scene that day or Brandy just happened to wear the same hair and makeup or yeah, the same yeah hair and makeup and blazer that day. Um, which I also think, I don't know, it may be a possibility. I repeat outfits a lot, this, a lot of times. Um, you can also see in like many photos that Brandy posted that month, she has that same pony and it looks like I can't confirm this, but from what it looks like and from what I've seen in hair pieces on other women, that looks like a clip in. So it's a very easy, you know, put in and out to make you look like you have a good, you just tie your hair up, you clip that into the back and it looks like you have this well done fresh pony and it's, you know, it's not real. Like Margaret Joseph's when, when Danielle pulled her hair and New Jersey that was a clip in like those things are really easy to to plop right into it's not that hard um to just take in and out um so I think what I think is going on with her outfit I think that it was a photo taken on a different day likely on the day of the original shoot or potentially on the day of a reshoot at Kyle's house and if there was a reshoot that would make sense why there were so many Christmas decorations because it was shot you know a little bit later um Yes, Michael Broussard, Brandy's friend slash book agent, posted the exact same photo on that same day. But that day that they posted it was on Thanksgiving Day. So my thing is, it's like they're not going to have they're not going to film a full scene on Thanksgiving Day. And they're likely not even going to shoot a reshoot uh, or a pickup on Thanksgiving Day. Like that just doesn't make sense. So the fa I, that's why I don't think that that was the outfit that she wore that day or that that photo was from a different day or she just repeated the outfit because it's highly unlikely that Bravo is going to have their crew come out and film an entire scene like this, whether it was, you know, taped, whether you believe that it was taped after the fact or not, it's highly unlikely that the whole crew is going to come and film on Thanksgiving night because that was obviously an evening scene. So I think that there was probably a reshoot or you know, that photo was probably taken from the same day. It's probably a good chance that Brandy just happened to wear that same outfit and that one of them, Brandy or Michael, posted that photo and the other one just reposted it on their Instagram. I don't think that that um, that scene was filmed on the 28th, which is when the photo was posted because it was Thanksgiving. And again, it just, I think Kyle's house was probably being put better, put to better use and her family was probably celebrating Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving Day and there would be no need to film this specific scene on Thanksgiving Day. So... Swipe left to that. I think the most likely scenario is that Brandy either wore the same outfit on Thanksgiving or that that's an old photo that one of them shared and the other one reposted on Thanksgiving. Because it doesn't even look like they're really eating a Thanksgiving dinner when you look at their plates. Even if you're going to go out to dinner somewhere on Thanksgiving, you at least, you know, want to have like Thanksgiving food, no? 
All right, really quickly, I want to shout out um, the sponsor of this week's episode, and that's Dry Farm Wines. Dry Farm Wines is my favorite hangover-free wine. I talk about them all the time. They have reds, they have whites, they ship it straight to your door. You can go online, order what your preferences are, and again, they ship it straight to your door, and it's my favorite hangover-free wine. They don't have added sugar. They don't have all these added sulfites or junk or additive or dyes. I bet you didn't know that if you have purple teeth, it's because they put dyes in your red wine, um, so you want to be careful with that. So you don't want any any shitty wine with shitty additives, so go with Dry Farm Wines. They are my favorite hangover-free wine. You can get turned tonight without getting all, you know, hurt in tomorrow. Go to dryfarmwines.com slash Zach, Z-A-C-K, dryfarmwines.com slash Zach Z-A-C-K. Link is in the description below to order your box of hangover free wine. And the best part is when you're placing your first order, you get your first bottle for just a penny. One penny for your first bottle. Go to dryfarmwines.com slash Z-A-C-K right now. Let's mosey in. Let's fly over to Rome. To Rome, Italy. Or is Rome in France? No, it's Rome, Italy. Yeah. Okay. Don't confuse me. Um, okay, let's get over to Rome. So this is where Teddy brings it up at the table and she's like, I have something to say to you, Denise, but it's really bad. And Denise's like, what is it? And then she's like, it's really bad, but you think I live in my dad's shadow, so I'm not going to torture you anymore. Brandy says you have sex with her. And then she's like, what? Are you kidding me? I didn't have sex. Brandy Glanville is your source? Now, I thought Rena could have, you know, given Denise a little bit of like an off camera heads up and said, hey girl, this is going to be coming out like, you know, just a heads up as your friend. But like arguably I get that like at the same time, this Brandy's aside was already placed on camera. Lisa was already, you know, filming, reacting to it. So I think, you know, look at the end of the day, raw reactions make good TV and like, you know, whatever. You know, I'm not going to fault Rena for it because, you know, I think I would be a little confused with some of Denise's behavior if that were my friend too. Um, okay. So this is also where Sutton, this is the episode where Sutton's, in Sutton's confessional, Sutton confirms that she had heard this rumor four months prior. Okay. So that's likely either prior to filming or right at the start of filming. Now, remember this for later. Sutton confirms that she heard these rumors four months prior. So Denise immediately denies it. Shocker. And then in the previews for next week in Rome, which I believe is like Rome part two. Um, so in next week's previews, we see that Denise says that Brandy told her that she hooked up with somebody else on the show and that um, Brandy has said things that the other women have said. Like it, Denise is just going and basically turning all of the things around and saying that everything that Brandy told Teddy and Kyle about Denise is everything that Brandy has allegedly told Denise about the other women. Okay. So Denise goes heavy, heavy, heavy on the defense in Rome. So I think I think Denise denying it doesn't make her look good. Um, but now that we've broken down all of the storyline and we've gotten all the way up to Rome in this week's episode, now we can break down some of your theories of what you believe actually happened. So Mara says that I think that they both know what they're doing. So I'm... I think that she's accusing them of having some sort of plot or plan to allegedly, you know, stir up some publicity, which I don't know if I fully agree with Mara, but I hear you. Jessica R says that uh, Jessica R says, I think they hooked up and Brandy is making more of it than it actually was. She's clingy and uh, wants what Denise has and Denise isn't having any of it and uh, distancing herself. She probably called Brandy to ensure that she was going to keep it private because Brandy's a loose cannon, whether male or female, Denise has a bad picker and got herself into this mess. I completely agree. I think that they did, did hook up. 
I don't know if I necessarily, I mean, I think Brandy may be exaggerating it a little bit, but I don't think Brandy's exaggerating it much. I believe that they kissed. I believe that they kissed on both of those nights that they were out together. Um, and I believe that they probably had sex. I mean, I don't think anyone got like a strap on and was like, you know, trying to do penetration in the butt. But like, I think, you know, they definitely probably did some oral and did a lot of making out and maybe, you know, there were some fingers up in some places. But I agree. I think Denise is definitely a bad picker. She got herself into this mess. And I think at this point, she just has to, in the words of Lisa Renna, own it, baby, own it. Okay, CP says that Denise also signed a $4 million deal for next season, and sources have said that she's gotten a deal to bring the drama. So she thinks, CP thinks that this is a publicity stunt. Now, CP, there's a little bit of truth to what you're saying. Denise signed, so allegedly Denise signed a, which we mentioned at the top when we were going through the timeline, Denise allegedly signed a $4 million contract for a guaranteed four seasons on the show. Um, so, but I can confirm that that is actually not true. So this would basically say that she would earn 1 million per season. Um, and I have insider knowledge that confirms that Denise does not make 1 million per season. And not only that, but her rep has even come out and said that she definitely did not sign for $4 million. Um, so I'm not sure how, what her actual salary is, but I believe the highest paid on the cast is probably at this point Kyle Richards because she's been on the show for so long. Even though you would think that like Rena would be paid pretty high. Eileen Davidson, I know, was one of the highest paid. Um, but I think Denise is probably one of the higher paid, but she's definitely not making $1 million per season. Again, because when we get to my theory, I thought that this factored into that in some way, but it actually doesn't because I can now confirm that Denise doesn't make, that's not her actual salary. Um, and I also believed the rumors that she was guaranteed four seasons. However, it's very common in housewife contracts to say that you're you know likely to come back for, for, for multi, it's a multi-season contract. However, However, there are clauses in there that release you from a season um, that production can basically release you or if contract negotiations don't go the way that you want them to, that you can also be released from a contract. So there's a good chance that um, that she, even though she signed for four seasons, that was probably um, a contingency, but she's likely not guaranteed to have all four of those seasons. So unfortunately, CP, that theory is shut down. Um, and I also don't think Denise needs the publicity, TBH. Brandy, on the other hand, I think Brandy may like the publicity, but I don't think I don't think this is the publicity Brandy necessarily wants. So I don't know if this is necessarily a publicity stunt for them, but keep that publicity stunt in mind when we get to my theory in just a little bit. Uh, Stacy says Brandy is lying to get her and Kim back on the show. If Brandy tells the truth, then that means Mauricio cheats and Kyle does coke. I don't ever remember Brandy I may be wrong on this one but I don't ever remember Brandy claiming that Mauricio cheated I from what I do recall from the housewives Brandy brought up the magazines that insinuated that uh, Mauricio flirted with another woman which Brandy later admitted was something that LVP pushed her to do and then the other one is the scene when Brandy and Kyle are fighting because Kim and Kyle are fighting and that's where um Kyle tells Brandy nobody wants nobody wants you here and then that's when Brandy's like nobody wants you either just ask your husband 
which I think is actually a flippant comment that she made and wasn't actually an accusation that Mauricio cheats on Kyle. Um, And then there was the, okay, so let's get to your comment about Kim doing Coke. It wasn't Coke. It was crystal meth in the bathroom. Um, And I don't believe she believed that. I think Brandy throws out a lot of these flippant comments without necessarily thinking about them. Um, But I don't, I mean, I'm pretty sure she believed at that time, you know, that Kim was probably doing crystal meth in the bathroom. Um, it, I mean, Kim being in the mat, the bathroom as much as she did for as long as she did, I'm sure something sketchy was going on. I'm sure Kim Kim does sketchy things in in you know dressing rooms and in uh, in closets and behind closed doors and in bathrooms. That's something we saw consistently throughout the housewives. So for Brandy to throw out an accusation of drugs probably is a little. I mean, it's mean and it's far fetched, but it's probably you know there's probably a little bit of truth to that. Um, I don't actually believe Kim was doing crystal meth, but I don't think that was. I think that was more of a flippant comment, which again Brandy is known for making. She's known for making flippant comments, but not necessarily known for doubling down on what she believes are lies. And in this case, this directly involves her. So I don't think she believes this is a lie. Uh, Susan S says that this, uh, the truth is that they've been friends for years. The exaggeration is all of it. And the part that, uh, where there's lying is that Brandy is lying because she's trying to get herself and Kim Richards back on the show. They get paid to appear and they both need the money. She's team Denise. I hear that. I think Brady is definitely probably trying to get back on the show. I think Brandy's definitely trying to get Kim to get back on the show. I don't believe it's all an exaggeration. I do believe that there's a little bit of truth. And I don't necessarily believe that they've been friends for years because they met likely at the end of 2019 or early 2017. They didn't meet until Denise was officially in talks to join Housewives, which is when their agent introduced them. So I don't necessarily believe that that's the only truth, but I do believe that they are pretty good friends. Um, but I think I, I think they had sex. And I think that Brandy has shown up with a lot of receipts to prove that. Um, or a lot of receipts in general, which we haven't seen any receipts from Denise even now. Pearl says, I actually do think Brandy and Denise slept together. I think Brandy felt used and has publicly expressed wanting a family and not being single and felt slighted that Denise gets to go back to her her husband. So she embellished the story and was able to get back on the show. Kyle, Teddy and Rinna took it and ran with it. See, but Brandy signed her contract before she even brought any of this up on the show. And I think she was already in talks with production to rejoin the show for a while. So, I I mean, it's possible that she brought this up to really get a storyline. But I also kind of feel like this is a storyline that would have really shot herself in the foot. And I don't think Brandy is that much of a, you know, forward thinking. I think she does things in the moment and she doesn't necessarily think of what the ramifications are going to be. And I think if anything, she may have done herself more of a disservice by bringing this up on the show this season because she didn't have an actual diamond than she would otherwise. Because you see like Danielle, who brings the heat every season or Kim D on New Jersey, who bring the heat every season. um, And they don't get you know, they don't get cast as full-time cast members because they're really just brought in to be the one that stirs the pot every once in a while. And I don't think that's what Brandy's necessarily looking for. But again, I agree with you. I do believe that they slept together. Um, Phil G says either Brandy is a better actress than Denise Richards or Denise's line. I agree. You look at Brandy's, um, her trepidation. You look at her mannerisms. You look at the way she looks at Kim and gives her the eye when Kim is starting to bring it up on camera. You can just see that like Brandy, 
I, I, I know you're going to get probably mad at me, but I actually, I believe Brandy. And I think that Brandy is telling the truth in this scenario. Um, and I believe that Denise is lying because Denise is a really good actress and she did not seem like she knew what she was doing or acting in that scene when it was brought up to her. I think she was very caught off guard. Um, Alethea, I think that's how you pronounce this. I'm sorry if I'm botching your name. I love you when I mean it. Um, she says, I'm not a big fan of Rinna, but she called it, but she called when she said Denise is acting different this season, trying to clean up her image. Look at all the work that she's gone. Look at all the work that she's gotten. And of course, she doesn't want to be talking about her husband's penis or happy endings anymore because it's not a good look. I agree. She's de- um, She did call Camille out at the reunion and tell Camille to be honest and own it. So Denise needs to do the same this season. I mean, if you're going to crawl into bed with somebody, especially someone like Brandon Granville, um, make sure that they're discreet about it beforehand. And she totally slept with Brandy and said she and said all those things about the women you can, sorry, I'm botching this. Uh, she totally slept with Brandy and said all of those things about the women. You can tell that she doesn't like them. I think that you can tell she definitely has issues with them. I don't know if I would say she definitely doesn't like them, but you can tell she has issues with them and she's doing this for a job, for a J-O-B, for a paycheck. Should I love Denise, uh, uh, Alethea uh, finished by saying, I loved Denise. I loved Denise last season, but not this season. I happen to agree with pretty much everything that she said. I think Denise is definitely trying to clean up her image this season. Um, And then Sherry says, I think that they slept together and Denise was caught off guard and didn't want to say anything on camera. Who cares if they slept together? Really, it's 2020 to each their own. Sort of ridiculous. I think, um, for one, I care. I think that, well, I don't care that they slept together, but I love watching it on the show. I think it's one of the best um, seasons we've had on Beverly Hills in a while. So I'm going to disagree and I'm going to say that I actually do think that, um, I actually do love that they slept together and that this is like a scandal this season. Okay. Um, but I, I agree. I think Denise was caught off guard and, um, once you deny it, you can't really undeny it unless you want to look like a liar. So this is where we get into my final verdict. I loved all of your theories. I can't get to all of your theories, but thank you. Keep sending them in and I'll keep, you know, responding to them and we can continue to dish. And I'll do a part two on the podcast um, after we get to see the next few episodes in the reunion. Um, But now let's get into my final verdict and reasons I think this actually did happen. So first of all, I think Brandy has some serious conviction and she's like really stood by that consistently. Um, She has text messages. She has photos. She has timestamps. She has other people like Sutton and Patrick Maldoon. Um, to back up key timeline facts. I also don't think that a cheating scandal is something that Brandy would necessarily, that's not the route that I think Brandy would want to go in. So I don't think that um, Brandy, if Brandy was going to make up a rumor to get back on the show, then I think it would be something maybe a little bit different and not hooking up with somebody that's married and has a husband because that goes against everything Brandy has kind of stood for Um for the past several years. I mean, she wrote a whole book about it. She wrote drinking and tweeting. Um, And again, I think she's somebody that throws out flippant comments, but I don't think she's somebody that like intentionally, maliciously, methodically lies about things. I think she says things off the top of her head and she throws out these really flippant comments that maybe don't have, you know, aren't fully valid, but I think she, you know, is willing to kind of backtrack on those. And she hasn't backtracked on any of this and is very convinced that we're going to see her side and that, um, um, 
and that she feels like she's going to be vindicated. Now, on the other hand, I haven't seen any receipts from Denise. I haven't, and I think Denise has no receipts. Denise has more to lose. Denise sent NBC a cease and desist, and now we see that Denise is apparently making claims about Brandy, saying that she slept with somebody else on the cast, and saying that they've that she's said bad things about them, or that they've said bad things about her. And it's just like, come on, at this point, it's just, it's looking very desperate. It looks like she was caught off guard and is just trying to find a paddle or something to float on at this point. She's like, you know, Jack and Rose just looking for a door that they can hang on to so that she doesn't die at this point. Um, And it's like, why else would Denise want to have any of this footage cut from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Like, I understand you have your kids, but like, you've already thrown out so many other crazy things. You've already talked about your husband's giant penis. You've already talked about happy endings. Your ex-husband is Charlie Charlie Sheen. So like, why would you want it cut if it's just a silly rumor and it shouldn't affect you? Why would you go through such, when you've been dragged so much in the press, why would you go through such extreme lengths to have this cut from the show? And I think it's because she thinks she holds some strong power. Um, I think maybe the Brandy story isn't 100% true. Maybe it's like 95, 98% true and just slightly embellished. Um, or maybe Denise and Aaron do have an arrangement, but don't want it out. Maybe they were joking about their arrangement. Like, I don't really know, but Denise and Brandy, I believe did have sex. Like they definitely had more than just a makeout session. And again, Brandy has photos. Brandy has text messages between the two of them. I hear that there are a lot more text messages that are going to be coming out on the show and they really kind of, again, sealed the nail in the coffin. Um, I've got some insider tea that says that these next episodes are actually going to be really good. Um, So stay tuned for that. But like, I guess my biggest question is why is Denise denying it? And I think that she's... um, she already denied it publicly and like really went hard. So there's no way she can backtrack. I think that's really what it comes down to. She lied and she was so strong about it she strongly denied it she told bravo to cut it she did the whole bravo 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 um she then apparently seems to be i guess we don't know if it's true or not but she seems to be spreading lies about other things that brandy has said or other things that brandy other people that brandy is alleged to have slept with on the cast which to me just kind of sounds a little off basis like if brandy told this lie somewhere else why would she need to tell it again um and again we just we have We have Sutton, who's confirmed the rumor, who confirmed that she heard the rumor prior to taping. We have Patrick Maldoon, which, again, is alleged and it's hearsay. But Brandy says that Patrick Maldoon asked her, like, did you guys sleep together the first night that they were together taping before tape right before taping the podcast? So Patrick Maldoon obviously seems to have some sort of insider knowledge about Denise hooking up with women. And then we have Aaron, who... I mean, I believe that they may have some sort of open arrangement. I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's a don't ask, don't tell sort of rule. I know I've been around people that have open relationships and some of them are like, we only play together or some of them are like, you're allowed to play with somebody else, but I don't want to know about it as long as you're safe, as long as you're doing about it, doing about it elsewhere and it's not in our home, it's not in our bed and you're using a condom, like go do what you need to do to get yourself off. I just don't want to hear about it. So I don't know what the terms of their actual agreement are. I don't think we'll ever get the full terms of their agreement. I don't even think Brandy knows the full terms of their agreement, but um, I just know I don't think Brandy would ever want to be the other woman. And Brandy doesn't, again, doesn't really have a a history of just making up lies. She has more of a a reputation of saying too much, oversharing, throwing out flippant comments, but she doesn't necessarily double down on those flippant comments. And she's never really doubled down on any of those. We've seen her, you know, I actually think that she, that heard Mohammed say the thing about Joanna Krupa. I believe there may be some truth to that. Um, 
But I think she seems very confident that all will be revealed, whereas Denise just keeps denying, 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 and saying, no, 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 no. Oh, you're, oh, you're, you're, um, your source is Brandy Glanville. And it's like, mm, when you don't have any receipts, you don't have any proof to actually back anything up, and all you're doing is saying it's not true, it's not true, it's not true, I'm going to call Liar Liar Pants on Fire, and where there's smoke, there's fire. And if you're not even going to own up to a little bit of it, then, like, if you can't even say, yes, we made out, and we joked about, you know, hooking up with girls like even if Denise came out and said that I think there would have been some redemption but I don't think there's going to be any redemption um, but we'll have to wait to see what comes out on the show again part two of this will come out later so my theory is that Bravo producers probably heard about this rumor of them hooking up probably the same way that Sutton heard about it um, and they like it came onto their radar they were probably already looking to bring Brandy back now that Lisa Vanderpump was out of the picture and they probably wanted to do it in any way. And then once they were like, oh, we want to bring Brandy back, she'll spice things up. Um, and then they heard about this rumor. They were probably like, ooh, we can probably get this to spill. Let's do a little bit of prodding and get this to come out on the show naturally and organically and probably used the scene at Kyle's house as an opportunity. I believe that they were probably scheduled to film at Kyle's house. It's highly unlikely that those things happen where you just happen to show up. And it, it, it like that's just not, especially in Beverly Hills, especially in Housewives world, those kind of coinky dings don't just happen. Um, so I actually believe that Brandy and Kim were probably supposed to film that night, but I don't think they planned on bringing it up. I think production probably did a little bit of prodding and um, Kim obviously is the biggest culprit in, in letting that come up because you see her nudge it twice before Brandy actually spills the tea on it. Um, I'm not sure I believe that Kyle knew from the get-go and like used this as a setup, but I do believe that Kyle wasn't necessarily upset that this came out and wasn't necessarily upset that she was part of it. I think her issues with Denise were a little clear and she was kind of fine with it coming up. I don't think she was the mastermind behind it only because I don't really feel like there was necessarily a motive for her to be the mastermind behind it because I feel like Denise was already circling the drain and I feel like Bravo producers had more of a reason to want to amp things up and create a great final end to the season rather than they had more motive than Kyle did to kind of set this up and the fact that all of this stuff leaks to the press I think is also sort of fishy and I think I've always kind of suspected that there are either some producers or somebody on the inside of production that links these things hence Puppygate last season um now there was the whole thing about Denise signing the four season contract for four million dollars um I think that she is just you, which again, we, I can confirm that those rumors are not true, um, based off of my own sources, but I think that, um, she is so used to getting her way and so used to kind of getting what she wants and clearly has a great relationship with the producers from what we can see. We can even see in the season when she called out to one of the producers that she has a great um, rapport with him, with them. Um, so I think she just thought, you know, I have a big dick and I can swing it around. And that's why she decided to throw out the cease and desist, um, thinking that she would be able to kind of contain this. Um, and I think Bravo knew that they could exploit her and um, they could, you know, probably at the end of the day, I think they were both going to go into another. I think they both thought that they held the power and they both kind of threw their cards down and tried to act really strong. But I think Denise playing the cease and desist was her thinking that she held the power. Hence all her bravo, bravo, bravo moments, because she wanted to really make sure that she was edited in a certain light and edited in a certain way. 
And like, I don't know. I think she has the most to lose in all of this. And the fact that she's already lied, she can't go back. It's like Lisa Vanderpump and Doggy Gate. She couldn't then take it back and be like, no, I actually did do this. It's like, no, you already lied. You have to, you already lied. You already doubled down on it and st- and stood firm. And like, at this point, I think Denise is really just going to go down with everything that Brandy's spilling and all of the, the text messages that Brandy's coming to light. I know none of the text messages and probably the podcast recording that was, um, edited that now is going to be the full unedited version we're going to hear on the show. I don't think that we're going to hear them say, yes, we had sex, but I think they definitely paint a much better story that lines up with Brandy's facts than they do with Denise's facts because we don't have any of Denise's facts. Denise doesn't have a story to tell. It doesn't have a side to tell. Um, I think if anything, the only reason Bra- the only way Bravo producers got Denise to even stick around and be a part of the rest of the season or be a part of filming her interviews and doing the reunion is by saying that like it's bad and you need to tell your side of the story. And I'm curious to see what her side of the story is even really going to be. But I don't think there's much of a side to tell because she hasn't given us much. I think the other person that we need to really hold accountable in this is Kim Richards because her hands are definitely not clean in this. I think she's the one that definitely pumped up Brandy um, and kept telling her that like Denise played you and Denise you know twisted your head and this is a really bad person that you're dealing with and probably encouraged Brandy to bring it up on the show you definitely see Kim nudging it twice in the scene at Kyle's house with Teddy and Kyle there that she kind of kept pushing it and you can see Brandy kind of been like no Kim like stop what are you doing and she's like it's your story to tell it's your story to tell and then finally Brandy was like probably after like a, a while of filming Brandy was probably like fine let's just do it So I think that this was definitely a setup, not by Kyle, not by Teddy, not by Kim or Brandy. I don't even think they were, you know, manipulative enough to to cock up this scheme. But I think it was definitely cocked up to um, cocked. uh, It was concocted by the producers to give Denise a little bit of a beating because she had already gotten a beating and we wanted to end the season really strong. I think that they felt like they fell into a gold mine when they hit the rumors. I think that they knew about it. Brandy says that Bravo didn't know about any of the rumors prior to her revealing it on the show. I actually don't believe that that's true. I believe they probably heard about it because when they interview these women before each season, they ask a lot of things. And I think they probably, I don't know if it was necessarily from Sutton, but maybe from other people around them, maybe from other people that they were considering to get to join the show. Somehow, I think that they found out about the rumors because Sutton obviously knew about them prior to any of this coming out on the show. So if Sutton was able to find out, and even if if Patrick Maldoon knows about Denise, then I think there's a bit of a reputation that eventually once Bravo producers were able to kind of confirm key pieces, it was like, okay, we're already planning on bringing Brandy in. This would be a great opportunity to do so. Let's go in, guns a-blazing full force and prove that like they're really putting their foot down with a lot of these housewives like we saw with Teresa they broke the fourth wall in in New Jersey last season and you know saw her flipping off the cameras and saw her you know manipulating behind the scenes with Danielle and telling her to pull Margaret's hair like we're seeing them break the fourth wall a lot more that they're not protecting the housewives the way they used to they didn't protect Lisa Vanderpump last season that like at this point we're seeing this all really come out um so yeah I think 
I think the producers were the ones that concocted all of this. But apparently there's a lot more, a lot more good stuff to come, a lot more messages that are supposed to be spilled, some good podcast uh, un- stuff that was on the cutting room floor from Brandy's podcast from when they taped it together. That's supposed to be coming out. So there's, there's a lot that's coming, but that's my theory. Thank you for sending in your theories. Thank you for listening to the full timeline. Jesus, we're in a minute and, uh, sorry, an hour and 12 minutes. This is a long episode, but we broke it all down. We got through it together. There will be a part two coming out probably after the reunion, if not before. So keep sending me your theories if you have further theories after listening to all of this. But from what I hear, the rest of the the end of this season is going to get good. All right. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. You can listen to us on all podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Roku, all the places. Yes, we're now on Roku, which is really exciting that that's like a new thing that we're doing. Um, but thank you guys for listening. Thank you for supporting me. Please leave me a five-star review. I really, really appreciate it. Um, it means the world to me and keeps this show going. Please give Dry Farm Wines a try because I love Dry Farm Wines. Who like if you're afraid of going out to the market right now, just have your wine shipped to your door. Get some clean hangover free wine. It won't get you too turned tomorrow. Go to dryfarmwines.com slash Zach Z-A-C-K. Um, and again, keep sliding into my DMs. Give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Follow the show at No Filter with Zach. It's a really funny, good time over there. Um, and get ready because there is a lot more tea to come. I'll be breaking down news this upcoming Monday and um, lots more good, good stuff to come. All right, guys, I will, I will talk to you next week. All right. Okay. Bye. Love you. Mean it.